Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I'm your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. Today is a dream for me. We have such a special guest, Garcelle Beauvais. She is a podcaster, mother, actress, model, slash goddess. I'm throwing that into her bio for her. I'm just obsessed with her podcast, Going to Bed with Garcelle. It feels like you're at a slumber party where you can just share everything. There is like no holds barred on dating, sex, and relationships. And most recently, she's joined as a co-host on the daytime talk show, The Real. And of course, she is the very first woman of color on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills franchise. And I truly fell in love with her this season. And I, she's also been on like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the Jamie Foxx show. Like she's been around and like doing her thing. Garcelle, you are such a busy woman. So thank you for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm really excited to be on your show. I listen. I love, I love what you do for women in terms of just connecting us and getting us spiritually grounded. Yes. Oh my God. Love you. So let's get into our slumber party questions. What is your morning ritual? Well, it depends. If I have my children, I wake up early and I make them breakfast so that they can go back to their room and do school. (laughs) When I I don't have them, I tend to be, it tends to be a, a lot more leisurely in terms of like, I wake up, I always give thanks. The first thing I do, the moment I open my eyes, I always say thank you to God. And uh, if I can meditate, then I try to do a little bit of that. I read something positive and positive affirmation just, um, and I usually screenshot it because I take it, I get it from this site that I, that I go on on Instagram. And then I try to start my day with gratitude. Oh, love that. It's so important too. So what is this Instagram handle? We need to follow it. We need absolutely. The, we need the Garcelle affirmation. <laughs> it's, uh, it's moon omens. Oh, okay. I'm here yeah. for it. Following now. Right. Ugh, okay. Love. Yay. Thank you. You're so welcome. you're starting the day with gratitude. Okay. Important question. Who's your favorite Kardashian? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it changes. Right now, I would say Chloe. Oh, yeah. She's really fabulous. She's, a, she's like a ray of sunshine. She really is. And I feel like she has a heart that not a lot of people would going through what she's gone through. She's very open and loving and I think that, and nurturing. So I really love that. And, and thinking of like Kardashian archetypes, if we didn't think of them as like people and we thought of them as archetypes and we thought of the real houses of Beverly Hills as archetypes, I feel like you would be the Chloe. Oh, that's really <laughs> sweet. Oh my God, I'll take it. That's such a compliment. It's that solar plexus <laughs> sunshine energy. Um, okay, what is your favorite crystal? Oh, okay. It depends. I love the rose quartz, but in my bathroom, I tend to have a lot of the deep purple. Oh yes. An amethyst vibe. Yeah. So good. And it like transmutes any negative energy into positive. 
Yes. And you know what I don't like when somebody, even if it's a friend, they come into my bathroom and they want to touch it. I always feel like you don't touch somebody else's crystal. No, you touch it, you sage it. Yes. I always sage it after they leave. Yes. I love that. And also amethyst is apparently the stone of sobriety. So if you bring it with you when you're drinking, you don't get as drunk. Oh, that's good to know. I mean, it could also be a more expensive night if you're trying to catch a buzz, but (laughs) (laughs) depends what the vibe is of the night. Right. But rose quartz, uh, I have a heart-shaped one by my bed. Ooh, so beautiful. Manifesting all the love. Yes. Okay. What is a mantra that has changed your life? Oh, that is a very good one. Um, The mantra that's, I think for me, again, it's always about coming into being open for the, I always say, I am open to the magical experiences that are coming my way. Oh, so good. And that is like, do you have like natural control freak tendencies like I do? Yes, of course. Okay. So then that's, <laughs> so that is the mantra that we both need in our lives. Because when you said that, it made me a little scared because I'm like, but, but I want to control how these things come into my life. So oh, I think being open to the way that the universe wants it to happen. Exactly. A- let go and let God. And another one that I love is I am exactly where I need to be. So and even when I was going through the most hardest part time in my life um, with my divorce, I remember I was sitting on a balcony um, and it was facing the water. I, I had to get away. And I remember something washed over me and I thought, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And for me to hear that and for me to believe it, even though I was in the darkest, darkest, darkest moment, that that really said a lot to me. Mm, that is so magical and I feel like those are the moments that like the dark moments are the the times that like transform our lives and like they say like the seeds get planted in the winter and then they grow in the spring so exactly I love it okay what is your zodiac sign and do you know your sun your moon and your rising I don't because well I'm a Sagittarius I was born November 26th but being from Haiti I don't really know what time. I'm guessing that I was born at noon. I don't know why, but I think that's what I heard my, my mom say. Okay. So for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, Sagittarius is amazing. I love a Sagittarius. Do you feel like a Sagittarius? Through and through. What, what are you? I'm an Aquarius. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So total space cadet, totally fits the character. <laughs> uh, my husband is a Sagittarius and my dog is a Sagittarius. So. Oh, wait. <laughs> I didn't know animals could have a zodiacs. I guess well, I mean, can. yeah, I mean, they have a birthday. So yeah, you're right. I never thought of it when it came to animals. That's interesting. I literally asked my breeder what time my dog was born. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. When you're committed to the chart. You are committed. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. So Garcelle, what are you most excited about today? Well, today I'm most excited about is that I don't have a lot of work today. It's Friday, right? It's Friday that I actually got to do something for myself and I'm putting my fitness, like I said to you before we started recording that, um, I got a trainer, easy on the eyes, but that's not why. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I really want to put myself first. I was actually telling him as a mom, we were, my kids had a late baseball game and it was getting cold outside. It was, you know, fall. 
And I remember my son, Jack's going, mom, do you have a jacket for me? And I went in the back of the, you know, my car Mm -hmm. and I had clothes for him. I had a jacket for him, a jacket for his brother. And I was cold and I realized I didn't have anything for me. And so I took that as a metaphor of, you know, when we're moms, we tend to take care of everybody and we're last. So part of this whole fitness thing, even though I'm doing a lot of work, I want to make sure that I'm my healthiest um, so that I can have endurance to do all the things that I'm doing. So important. It's like, and then you can be the best mom when you are your healthiest and have your most energy. And I know we always forget that step of putting ourselves first. Yeah. Love it. Well, okay. I'm going to say what I'm most excited yeah, about. Yeah. Tell me, tell me. So I, I love a quiz and I'm, well, and I actually, it's, I mean, obviously I'm excited to be talking to you and you're bringing the mm-hmm. goddess energy. Um, but I actually created a quiz about finding your goddess archetype because I, I have so many like clients that come to me, they're like, what goddess should I be working with? And um, I'm obsessed with all the ancient, ancient goddesses, like the Indian goddesses and the Chinese mm. goddesses and the Gre- Grecian goddesses. So I came up with a fun little quiz for people to find out what goddess they are. So if you guys want to take it, we will put it in the show notes, but it's quiz.shockergirlco.com slash goddess. And it's going to be really fun. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. Have you, have you ever done like, um, like a goddess mantra? No. Okay. So like basically you like choose a goddess, like whatever one you feel like you need. For me, I choose Kuan Yin because she's like very like loving, compassionate energy. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I'm very, fi- I'm very fiery. I have a lot of fire in my chart. Mm-hmm. So she's like a very calming vibe. Um, and so there's like a mantra that is in Sanskrit that is associated to that goddess. And you just repeat it 108 times in the morning. And then it just like changes the frequency of your body and you like embody the goddess energy. I love that. Yes. It's so fun. Oh, that's It makes a difference. Like there's like the goddess of abundance, Lakshmi. Like if you do her mantra, like you'll just, it'll just be raining money. Oh my God. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. And how do I find those? Well, I mean, you can Google them, but I mean- I will also be sharing them in my quiz so I can send that to you. But I mean, you can just Google it. Like if you, like if there's like any energy you want to embody, so say you were like goddess of love, you could just Google goddess of love mm-hmm. and then you could like, I, it would probably be like Aphrodite, for example. And you could be like Aphrodite mantra and then you, there would probably be like a bunch of different ones. Gotcha. Okay. Also, there's a book called Shakti Mantras that I totally recommend by like Thomas Ashley Fairland, I think it is. Um, and it teaches you about some of the like, kind of like basic goddesses and the different mantras, but it's pretty cool. That's awesome. So awesome. Um, what is a brand, a person, a book, or a ritual that you're into right now that is helping you on your journey? Well, the moon omens has really been become a big part of my life Yes. Um, in terms of reading the mantras and um, books in terms of books, um, the un tethered soul. Ooh, yes. By Michael Singer. I love that one. I love Marianne Williamson, Return to Love. Love her. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to her running for president? You know, I think she went, she went far considering, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think she did one of the, um, not the, it's not called a panel, but, Demo- uh, but you know, oh my God, I can't think of what, when they all get up there and, and say their thing. I don't, I'm Canadian. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but anyways, I think she went far considering she's not a political person. Right. Oh, well, wouldn't that have been a dream? If, I mean, like, if she would, you know, you never know. But it you never know. Um, okay, love that. So I want to share about Gaia, which is basically like spiritual Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it has all of these like documentaries and like spiritual shows to learn more about. Like, I don't know. I'm, I watched one on aliens. I watched one oh, wow. on like out of body experiences and dreams. Plus it's a good way to get my husband more into the spiritual stuff without making him think I'm forcing him. It's like a right. good, like spiritual manipulation. <laughs> um so yeah we're we're really into the Gaia so I totally suggest it's like I I feel like everyone's like watched all of Netflix already because of quarantine so kidding if you're ready for something deeper go for the Gaia I love that okay um let's talk about all the amazing things that you do I want to know how your spiritual journey started and how it's evolved throughout your career you know Uh, Thank you for the question. My spiritual journey started, I mean, as a kid, I was brought up Catholic. Um, Religion in the Haitian culture is very, very, very important and very forefront of anything. Even if you have nothing um, or you lost, you know, you had a big loss, spirituality, um, religion is very big. And then as I was growing up, I realized that I couldn't be the true sense of the Catholic because, you know, modern life um, Mm -hmm. and the, you know, and being in America is is totally different. So then I have to figure out, well, if I can't be religious, what can I be that will still keep me accountable to somewhat something higher that will still nurture my soul and feed my soul. And that's spirituality. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it made so much sense for me. And, you know, I love saging. I love meditating. I'm more, I'm meditating more now than I did when I was, you know, a young adult because I couldn't slow my mind down. I didn't yeah. know how to do it. I didn't know anything like that. So I think as I got older, I realized that spirituality is, um, is more of what I can do when it comes to me naturally. And, you know, I, my kids know about God and we believe and we pray before we eat and stuff like that. But I really try to teach them that spirituality is more about the being of who you are and how you treat people and, and how you want to be treated. And it just keeps you accountable. Yeah. Amen. And I feel like with like organized religion, it's just like, I don't know, it's kind of like formed around guilt. Mm, That's true. And when you're like, yeah, when you're holding yourself accountable that kind of like puts you in charge of feeling into what feels right for you and like making the right choice because from your heart, not because, you know, a book told you to. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. So when you think of like, and how old were you when you moved from Haiti, by the way? I was seven. Oh my gosh. So when you think of little seven-year-old Haiti Garcelle (laughs) and your current self, like what parts of you are still the same? That you know, oh my God, I can't believe you asked me that question because yesterday, um, what part is the same? I think I was, there's still a little girl inside. There's still a little girl who's curious and excited and appreciative and scared. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching an interview. I was rewatching an interview that I taped yesterday and I was getting down on how I sounded mm-hmm. and I realized what it was. I, I got in the car and I was going to the market afterwards and I realized 
what it was, I felt like the little girl in me was still asking for permission in the way I speak. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I was finishing all my answers with my voice going up. Mm -hmm. I was like, why do I do that? And then as I was driving in the car and I thought, I'm still asking for permission. Mm, oh my gosh. And you probably felt so like insecure, like learning. Well, I don't know. Did you learn English in Haiti? No, I learned it oh, in America it watching here. Sesame Street. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there was probably so much like insecurity around that. And like, yeah, it just kind of stays with you. Yeah, for sure. But it was really interesting that I actually caught that. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes we're not in tune enough because there's so much going on with everybody and the world is changing so much that we don't take the time to like, just to listen for a moment. Totally. And I find like, I mean, and how ironic that like you have a podcast now where it's all about talking yes. and listening. So like what a transformation. Um, so you're like on the podcast, uh, just obsessed by the way, you're covering all things, <laughs> dating, sex, self-love, all the good stuff. How did the podcast come to be, especially as some, like with these fears and right. you know, what was your vision for it? And yeah, maybe what fears did come up and how did you decide to do it anyways? Um, well, it started off like I would do once a month when I didn't have the kids, I would invite, you know, some girlfriends over. Um, and sometimes I would do couples and sometimes I would do an eclectic group. And we always did this like a Sunday a month. And, um, we would sit around, we'd have cocktails, we'd, you know, I'd have like, you know, little bites, little snacks, and we would talk and we would laugh and we would vent and we, but sex always came up and we would, and, and we would always have a great time. And every time we're ending the night, somebody, as I'm letting them out the door, somebody would always say to me, this is a show. You should do this. This is a show. And so I would go, yeah, 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 you're right. And then I wouldn't do it. And then life would happen. And so right before quarantine, my producing partner, Lisa L. Wilson, she said, you know what, let's do something. And so we decided, all right, we're, let's do it. So we shot a little sizzle. We then had our people, you know, the team ma managers and agents and stuff like that, send it around. And we got so much interest in doing it as a late night show is really what we were going for because obviously because of the topic. Yeah. And then the quarantine happened and we sold it to MGM and they were like, well, why don't we incubate it as a podcast? And I was like, you know, that might be interesting. Mm -hmm. And obviously I can do it from home. So that's yes. how it started. So going to bed with Garcelle is the podcast that we so, have so much fun that sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like having a, like I'm sweating because I'm like, I can't believe I revealed that. I can't believe we talked about that. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I have to ask because of the show, obviously zero judgment. Like how did it feel around like your kids and like talking about these things and be like, what if they hear? Oh, well that, okay. So my kids, we switch off on Mondays, me and their dad. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I drop them off at dad and then I come home and I shoot the podcast. Yeah. So, and they're, so, I don't think they're tuning in. <laughs> no, they're definitely not tuning in <laughs> with going to bed with Garcelle. <laughs> They'll be like, that's gross, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. But they know, but I let them hear like when I was doing the promos for it. Mm -hmm. And so when I would say, you know, and we talk about sex, my son Jax would roll his eyes and run out of the room. So I, I, I feel like that. Attention. 
Well, and I feel like that dose of it of like, yeah, I'm a human. I'm a woman. I have sex. I'm your mother. And it's not something that we're really going to talk about, but I'm also not going to shy away from it because that makes it taboo. And when you make it taboo, it makes it wrong. And then you have a weird relationship with that. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I love that. Um, okay. One, some, one thing that like really stands out for you energetically is your confidence. So I want to talk about like self-love and cause that's obviously the key ingredient to any relationship. So what was your journey with self-love as a woman and did being a black woman play into that journey for you as well? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I remember my mom always saying, be nice, be nice, be nice. And to a fault that I didn't know that I could stand up for myself and still be nice. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was a, it was a thing of finding out how do I do that? And I remember when I started taking acting classes, when I moved to LA, like I couldn't get mad. I couldn't get, because I've always heard be nice, be nice. So I had to really learn that I can say how I feel. I can still have my strength but be nice at the same time. Mm. But it wasn't always easy because I thought if I'm not nice, people are not going to like me. If I'm not nice, um, you know, I'm not going to get the things I want. So it, that was really a struggle for me. Mm. And I think as I, I left home when I was 17 and moved to New York and started my modeling career, and I had to grow up kind of quickly because I'm on my own. You know, I'm traveling on my own. And I always used to, looking back, you know, as a 17, 18, 19, 20 year old, you're, you know, you get an assignment that you're, you know, you have to go, you have to go shoot something and you fly on your own and you get to the airport and someone is holding a sign with your name on it. Mm -hmm. And you're going off with a complete stranger without even thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And looking back, I'm like, oh my, how many times did I do that? And luckily nothing crazy happened to me, but you know, it's also trusting you. And so I think, especially as a black woman, I feel like, you know, I said the other day on an interview, I said, you know, it's exhausting being black. Mm. And where I was coming from with that is just, you know, I feel like we always have to work harder. We always have to, do you see us? Can you validate us? Will you pay me equally? Will you treat me equally? And uh, after a while, it gets exhausting. So I am very hopeful that things are changing and will get better. Mm-hmm. And that maybe the fight won't be so hard. Mm. And even and to your point too, like having to ask for those things and to make sure to stand up for yourself. And then again, being like, how is this going to be perceived? Are they going to think I'm angry? Are they going to think that I'm rude? Are they going to think, you know, and I mean, and that, I mean, is like something that you have to worry about. Yeah, absolutely. And then I pick a profession. Yeah. Pick me, pick me. (laughs) You know, that, that adds to the industry that I'm in that, you know, you go up for so many things and a lot of times you don't get it. Yes. You don't get those things. So it, it all played into sort of like the growth, the journey. Yeah. So how do you like pick yourself back up after like a, like air quote rejection? At first it was really hard and I took everything personally, Yeah, (laughs) you know, and then you realize the longer you're in the industry that, you know, 
and especially now that I'm producing, I'm on the other side of it. And I can see that an actor could come in that is brilliant, but it's not what you had in mind. It's not the look you want for the character. Like there's so much more to it that you can't take it personally. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to see it as, oh, so I got to act today. Yeah. I went on this audition or I got to meet a new casting director and hopefully made a fan so that she'll think of me for something else. That's so true. And like, if you, when you don't, throw up the shield of like anger around it, then those, those opportunities can manifest where like, maybe if it didn't work out this time, if you would have thrown a hissy fit or like they can kind of read you, right. If you're, if you're, you know, being disappointed or like, you know, not, you know, kind of being just feeling defeated. Yeah. Like they can, even if subconsciously, even if energetically, even if they're not in the room, you're like putting out signals of like a shield, not letting anything else come in. But if you can approach it with, okay, I was grateful to have the experience. Like I enjoyed my day. Then you're opening up a channel to manifest. Absolutely. And I'll give you an example. When we were trying to get pregnant with the, you know, with the twins, my ex-husband and I, um, I was really down on my body because we were doing IVF and, you know, it's a roller coaster ride. One minute you're pregnant, the next minute you're not. And, and it was, you know, and I started feeling like envious when I would go into the doctor and hear other women that got pregnant or whatever. And I felt like everyone around me was being pregnant, like Mm -hmm. friends everywhere. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Look, there was a pregnant woman. And I remember having this epiphany going, you know what? You have to change your mindset on how, how the negative mindset that you're having around this, right? Yeah. And so I thought, okay, I have to do that. So I started you know, celebrating my friends more. And a friend of mine got pregnant and I said, I want to throw your baby shower. Mm-hmm. And she goes, really? Is that going to be weird for you? And I said, no, I really want to do it. And so I, you know, threw her an amazing baby shower. I was so happy for her. And I really feel like that helped 
you know, obviously there was a lot that helped us get pregnant, but I feel like the mindset and shifting the energy mm. me up. Hundred, hundred percent. I like, thank you for sharing that. Like I always try to articulate this and I was kind of explaining to my clients because I work with female entrepreneurs and they'll get jealous of someone on Instagram because their business is successful. And it's like, if you hold on to that jealousy, like you're not doing yourself a favor. I, I'm, and I'll tell them comment on that girl's picture or DM that girl and tell her she inspired you. And then actually feel that gratitude that like the universe showed you what you wanted or that, you know, someone paved the path for you. And that's what, and then who knows, maybe you'll become friends with her. Maybe she'll teach you something or like, you know, it's like, you can't, yeah. Jealousy doesn't do anyone any good. Yeah. Oh, so magical. Okay. On your podcast, you recently said that you have dude tendencies, which I love. Very Sagittarius and like same girl, same. I'm actually Sagittarius moon. So when I'm angry, I present as as a Sagittarius. (laughs) Interesting. Yes. So what are your best tips on finding balance between maybe that aggressive side in a relationship and the soft and feminine side and like letting the man be the king? Honestly, I am still trying to find it. Yeah. (laughs) I am still trying to find it because um, I'm single now, but I'm, you know, obviously I'm, I, I want to be in love with someone and, and I want to find the one. And so I'm trying to really take a look at it now more yeah. than ever and not leading with what I do and not leading, but I've been doing this since I was 17. Yeah. I've taken care of myself and, you know, my career. And then when I was married, you know, obviously ran the household, did, did all that and then became single again. So I feel like it's so ingrained in me, sort of like the survival mode, take care of yourself, that I really have to work on leading with my feminine side and letting a man be a man. A girlfriend of mine, we were in the Bahamas a few years ago and we, were in the, we went on this excursion. There were diff, you know, a bunch of people with us and we were in the water and it was now time to get back on the boat. So my girlfriend went ahead of me and the guy who's, you know, running the boat put his hand out to help her up the ladder. And she's like, no, I'm good. I got it. And she gets up. And then now it's my turn to get up. He again reaches his hand and I'm like, I'm great. And then later on, we were back in the hotel room and I said, you know what? I said, what would it have hurt for us to let him help us? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have made us less of what, who we are and our strength and our power. But at the same time, he wanted to help. It would have made him feel good to help us. Yeah, so true. And those are the things that I'm trying to, you know, I teach my sons to open the door for a lady, open the door for me if we're going out, if we're, you know, leaving the house, stuff like that. And I'm like, I have to allow that those kind of small little things because I think, you know, a, a man wants to feel like a man. And I'm not saying that's the only way he can feel it, but I think, you know, I have to relinquish a little bit of that, control that you talked about in the beginning. Totally. And I feel like it's like a, like puzzle pieces fitting together, like in a relationship, like maybe in some ways you will take the masculine role and he'll take the more like passive role, but like you need, it's like about finding the right person for the right balance. Exactly. 
Exactly. Now, if you can do that, help me out. I'd love that. (laughs) Well, my husband and I are still struggling with it. He works with me like for my business. So it's like, it's a funny thing where it's like, I have to tell him what to do. So, and if he doesn't do it, oh yeah, that Sagittarius fire comes out. (laughs) So I was really asking you because I need to know. So I guess we're both lost. (laughs) Both trying to figure it out. We're both trying to figure it out. We're exactly where we need to be. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I want to know, like, in a relationship, uh, because you have so much going on, mm-hmm. um, what are your, like, what are your tips or your kind of practices around having your own life versus selfishness? Oh. Or, or just like, you know, having your own life versus making time for someone else. That's another thing that I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was work in progress. I think yeah. it's finding the balance of, you know, you at the end of the day, I always think this at the end of the day, when you're on your deathbed, are you going to say, I'm so happy I did all that, all those yeah. projects, or I'm so happy I spent time with my family? Yeah, exactly. So it's finding the time to, but okay. I go back and forth with finding the time for, to let someone in, but at the same time, do you sort of, how do you incorporate that when there's someone, when there's no one, like, is that something that I need to start doing so that it can come to me? Right. Exactly. I love that. So in terms of like dating, so are you, are you dating right now? Um, no COVID. No. COVID. Right. COVID. Yeah. I know. Like, how are people, like, how are you coping? <laughs> uh, I have a little mini, you know, meltdowns like the other day. I laid in my bed and I actually cried because I just wanted a hug. I just wanted yeah. and I didn't have my voice. I just wanted someone to say, I got you. It's going to be okay. And, you know, and my kids are sick of me hugging them. They're like, okay, mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, I know, like, so, cause I'm like in Los Angeles, it's like full, like lockdown still. Right. You can go to the grocery store and like a f- right. go out a few times a week and that's about it. Right. Yeah. Oh, wild, wild, wild. Okay. Let's talk about female relationships. Yes. So you were such a down ass friend for Denise. I was so here for it. Um, you were definitely a lot more of a friend than others. Cough, cough, <laughs> Sarina. <laughs> What tips do you have to be a more loyal friend? So did you like at a point, like have a conversation with yourself to be like, okay, to stand up for Denise means I'm going to be going against the majority here, but I'm going to do it anyways. Like, what was the, like, how, like, how did you choose loyalty? There was never a question about that. There was never a question about that. I've known Denise for 20 years. We've gone through similar things. We've connected over things. She supported me. I've supported her. There was Absolutely no question. And I didn't care if she did or she didn't. I know. I uh, have anything with Brandy. That didn't bother me. I, I, that doesn't bother me or anything. Yeah. It was just more of um, a friendship is a friendship. And I think yeah. we're living in a world now where everybody, everybody's disposable and the cancel culture. Uh, and, you know, at some point you have to stand up for something. And, and so for me with Denise, it just, it was a no brainer. And I really struggled with the fact that Rinna didn't have her back considering they've been friends for the same amount of time that I've been friends with her. 
I know that it was, it was truly ugly on her. I love Lee. I love Lisa Rinna as a fan, but that was this season. I was like, who are you? Yeah. And, I think a lot of people felt that way about this season with her. Yeah. And like, yeah, I mean, I don't really care if Denise did it or not. It's like, she has kids. She has a husband, like let right. her deal with it. Right. And like, who cares? But yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, at least yeah. we aren't talking about a dog the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> That is true. That is true. Well, unless someone has that name for Brandy. <laughs> not me, not my word. <laughs> so funny. Um, am I allowed to ask if you're coming back for a second season? Uh, you're allowed to ask, and I'm allowed to say it's up to Bravo. Okay. <laughs> well, I will, uh, I'll, I will just like hit them up on their forums and DM them and do whatever I can to have you Exactly. Back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. So we have some listener questions. Okay. So someone asked, you are really a self-made woman. What is your top money manifesting tip? Oh, and another way to phrase this is, how did you get your money? (laughs) (laughs) I added that part on. (laughs) That is so funny. Um, (laughs) Manifesting tips is, um, it's funny because at first I was so bad with money and my ex-husband used to say, you know, money doesn't go bad. You can hold on to it. (laughs) What a concept. What a concept. Um, I think is, I always say thank you when I'm buying something and I don't say it out loud, even to myself. Thank you for the credit cards for giving me the credit. Thank you for, you know, when I get paid, I go, thank you for allowing me to, to have money come in. And I always keep um, a dollar in my wallet and um, I write thank you on it and I never spend it. And it just, just to keep it. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life, that you're super intentional, and that means you would love my jewelry brand, Prism. And no, it's not that hippy-dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz, and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant, and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray Necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows, and we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Just to keep it coming and always, you know, see your, like, remember when you got a check that you were really excited about, like sometimes just go back to the feeling and the mood of that, I think helps manifest. 
hundred percent. And it's, it's so funny. Like, like with everything, it's always bringing it back to basics, like gratitude, awareness, gratitude, awareness. But like in the moment, it's so hard to remember those little things. It is. I'm even doing that with my son, Jay, because he's always like, I'm going to be an NBA player. I'm going to be an NBA player. And I'm like, you should manifest it. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, see yourself in the jersey mm-hmm. you want to wear. See yourself. And you know, he's 12. So he kind of looks at me side eye. Yeah. And I'm hoping <laughs> it's going to seep in. Uh, so, okay. So I need to ask this too. Like, are your, do your twins have different personalities? They're completely different. Somebody said they just hitched a ride together. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So different. One's a techie. The other one's very physical and wants to play and jumping off stuff. There are handprints all over my ceiling because he's always jumping to improve his his jump skills. I'm like, who's going to paint that up there? (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. And like, they're, they just seem very like well-behaved and like princes. Like I've seen them open the door for you and I'm like, oh, that's so lovely. Thank you. Thank you. That's the best compliment I could get. They're really good boys. They still drive me crazy, but of course they are good boys. Yes, definitely. Um, Okay. Another question from a listener. Did you find it hard to be yourself on camera? No, that was not hard for me because that was really important to me. I yeah. didn't want to go there. And like you had mentioned earlier, like, you know, I didn't want anybody to feel like I was coming in planning anything. And totally, you know, mm-hmm. it's funny because I've heard other cast members, I'm not going to say any names who said, oh, she used me for a storyline. Well, we're all on the, in the same story. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? Like, I've never done reality, so I didn't go in there going, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that because you don't know. Like, I can go in thinking of something, but I'm going off somebody else. So I can't make them do something to go along with my story, right? Yes. So I just went in there. It was important for me just for people to see me as who I am. Yes. And you did an amazing job. Um, it's not easy. Let me tell you. Yeah. I, 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 can, I can imagine reality. You know? Yeah. Cause going from acting to reality. Yeah. Very different. The first time we were shooting, I was waiting for someone to yell action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and one of the producers was like, um, we don't do that here. I was like, Oh, right. Okay. Uh, you're just like, cut. Oh, can I do right. that one over? Yeah, exactly. Can we do another take? <laughs> yeah. Um, so who do you still talk to out of the lemon? Um, I still talk to Denise. I still talk to Sutton. Sutton sent me a beautiful bouquet of flowers for when I when it was announced that I got the real. She's so generous. Um, Dorit, I speak to. Um, that's about it. I love, okay, Dorit, I loved this season and Sutton, I loved, and I hope Sutton comes back too. I know, me too, me too. I really enjoyed getting to know her and I just love her energy and uh, she's fun. Yes, okay, also- Dorit have, is fabulous, of course. Oh, the most fabulous. Um, okay, another, okay, while I was like writing listener questions, I had a thought, a theory, and uh, maybe you know the truth to this, or maybe it's a theory for you to have too. But I think Andy makes up the questions in the finale, like, oh, so-and-so asked this <laughs> one too. And like, I think you just wanted to ask that, and you know that they'll get mad if you're asking such a rude question. <laughs> I would like to know that myself, actually. Because <laughs> like, while I was thinking of writing listener questions, a part, like, my, the little devil on my shoulder was like, maybe I could ask her something. <laughs> Something you know, 
I don't know that, but maybe. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, well, this is amazing. Let's go into manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing that we manifested. And I can go first. So I am going to a retreat next week. <gasps> And yeah, and it's going to be like very, it's, oh, it's like a very spiritual retreat. So the girl hosting it is, um, a channel, like, like she channels spirits and, um, she's medium, she's psychic and she channels aliens. Oh my God. I know. Like the, I don't know if you've heard of the Palladians. Um, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like this, like I don't know. I don't even know. It's like another fucking planet. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but so I made the mistake of watching all these alien documentaries. Wow. And now I'm like, for the last like few days, I'm like, okay, I don't know. Like, I need to think of an excuse. Like, I've been thinking of every excuse not to go on this retreat. But it's just like, I think it's just proving to me that there's something that's going to happen that's going to crack me open while I'm there and the ego doesn't want me to change or the ego doesn't want me to up level. So I think that's like the fear coming in. But yeah, I've been like really going through it the last couple of days being like, wow, is your husband going as well? No, it's all women, but oh, okay. my, my best friends coming um, as well. It's like, it's on, it's like a female entrepreneur retreat. Um, and it's about oh. like elevating your like soul connection to, you know, take, you know, break through the glass ceiling in your business. Wow. I love it. Yeah. Also terrified. And then my manifestation that came out of this is just that I mapped out all my outfits because it's like in a little cabin. So I got all these cabin chic outfits. So even if I'm abducted by aliens, I'm going to look super cute. <laughs> but of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. What is your last meltdown? My last meltdown um, I actually talked about is, you know, last week I just felt lonely. Yeah. And I think, you know, with quarantine and COVID and, um, you know, there's so much going on that when it really hits you, you know, I had a meltdown. I was just, I just felt lonely and I felt mm. like I just wanted some spiritual, I mean, I know I have spiritual backup, but I really just wanted to feel someone give me a hug and tell me it's going, you know, it's all going to work out. Yes, I know. It's like, yeah, it's hard. And I feel like a lot of people are going through that now because, you know, there's been so much change this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like people just don't like, it's like, what do you do? Like you literally cannot see people. Yeah. And, and not the way you used to, you no. know, you're not shaking hands, you're not hugging, you're staying six feet apart. Um, you know, all those things I think is affecting people in different ways, you know? Yes. So true. So is there a manifestation that has come out of that or any fun manifestations that have happened recently? Um, well, I'm trying to manifest Brad Pitt. It's taking a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I've seen, he's not back with Jen. Oh, those are all, those are all rumors. So rumors. yeah, no, but I'm trying to manifest that bring love into my yes. life, to bring love, lasting love into my life oh my and God. a partner that I can go through the rest of my journey with. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I'm going to give you my hottest man manifesting tip. <gasps> yes, please. Um, and you may have done like a variety of this, but we like, they always tell you like, write down like the perfect man that you want. And that's fine. Like definitely do that. But I would say write down the ways that you want to be treated and the way you want to feel in a relationship. And then 
intentionally treat yourself that way every day. So like write down like the five words, maybe it's like spoiled, honored, um, respected, supported, like whatever the words are. And then every morning in your journal, be like, okay, this is how I'm going to support myself. This is how I'm going to spoil myself. This is how, and like, I swear, like it always happens. Even like if my husband and I are like in a weird rough patch, I'll do that. And like, it will like voodoo him into being the person I want to be. (laughs) (laughs) Great, 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 great. Um, I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been amazing, a dream, fabulous. And I just can't get enough of you. So where can everyone find you? You can find me on Instagram at Garcelle, on Twitter at Garcelle B. And please um, listen to my podcast, Going to Bed with Garcelle on all platforms of podcasts. Yes. You guys have to listen. It is so good and so fun. And you had Denise on. I did. No, we had Denise on the reel. I have oh, on the reel, on the reel. Right. Yep. Denise will be coming on. Okay. Yay. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Uh, thank amazing. you so much. Thank you. And thanks everyone so much for listening. It has been a treat. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, if you're not already following Garcelle, which I'm sure you are, do that. Go listen to her podcast and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.